better help. I've been feeling so stressed and anxious lately, especially because of this job hunt I'm on, so I decided it was time to book an appointment with my therapist, which I'm seeing tomorrow, just because she always knows how to cheer me up and guide me, and talking to someone always just helps me, especially when it's coming from a therapist, and that is something I want you guys to be able to do. And now you can, because with BetterHelp, you'll be able to get assessed and meet with your very own licensed professional therapist and communicate with them within 48 hours. BetterHelp also makes it easy to send a message to your counselor and get quick and thoughtful responses, keeping you on track for living your best life. So if I were you, I'd be taking advantage of this opportunity. BetterHelp also makes this possible from the comfort of your own home, so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room, staring awkwardly at other people. So I want you guys to start living your best lives today, and as my listener, you will get 10% off your first month by visiting my sponsor at betterhelp.com slash dearadulting. Join over 1 million people who've taken charge over their mental health today. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P slash dearadulting. Dear adulting, mom, I wasn't ready for this. Hi, 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 besties, and welcome back to another episode of Dear Adulting. I'm your host, Raquel Alfaro. Wow, it feels like forever. I know I always say that, but it does. I don't know, I guess because I don't release episodes till Sunday, it just feels like the longest week ever. But I'm back and it feels so good. So hi, (laughs) why did my voice crack like that? Anyways, I finally have an interesting life update. So I finally moved out of my parents' house and I'm officially settled into my new home with my friend Olivia, which you guys, you know, moving just makes you realize that you need so much and it can be the smallest thing. Literally, I went to the grocery store and spent about $200 and some of it was just seasonings and seasonings are so expensive these days. I also had to buy a chair for my desk, which was stressing me out, but I did it. I bought a chair that was basically brand new from Facebook Marketplace. Although this time I did not pay through their website. I paid through Venmo because I don't need Facebook messing up my payments again. I also started budgeting, which if you know me, that shit is not easy just because I love shopping and giving myself self-care. I just, I don't know, I have an addiction, but I guess this is good for me. I do want to get a little bit personal and share my experience over the weekend. I went to Forever 21 and I was on a mission to buy a new pair of shorts and jeans. However, that mission really took a hit at my self-esteem and the overall way I viewed my body. Just to give you some background, lately I've just been feeling a little bit self-conscious of my weight and in general just because I've always been petite and ever since COVID and being in a healthy relationship, let me just say that relationship weight is very much true and a thing. But before I get into what happened to me at Forever 21 and why my self-esteem took a hit, I do want to check on you guys and make sure you guys are good and healthy. And if not, you should know by now what's coming next. The affirmation of the day. Today's affirmation of the day is I feel strong and confident in my body. I really needed to hear this, especially this week, just because it's normal to feel some sort of insecurity with your body image. And I honestly think we forget that we should love the skin that we're in rather than shaming ourselves. And if we want to change or fix something about ourselves, then that's absolutely fine as well and should be accepted. As long as you're happy, that's all that should matter. And that's basically what this affirmation meant to me and what I think it means in general. 
So as always, repeat this to yourself out loud or internally three times today or throughout the week. And just know that everyone has their moments where they feel insecure, but you should feel confident in the skin that you're in and just rock it, okay? All right, let's get into today's episode. And that is the roller coaster of dealing with body positivity. As I mentioned earlier, I was walking through Forever 21 and I'm sorry, but where are the clothes for girls or I should say women who are in the in-between? And what I mean by that is I noticed that in most name brand stores, their sizing is either for really skinny people or people quote unquote considered plus size. And I'm not going to sit here and bash, you know, skinny people or plus size people. That's not my point. What I find is bullshit is even when I was walking through the store, the plus size section is really small with limited options on cute clothes compared to the rest of the store. I mean, shopping should be something you look forward to and fun and it's almost like you're getting robbed of that joy when stores are advertising clothes in two sections, which goes back to what society considers the standards of your size. Like, I really like this cute pair of shorts and they only had sizes for small, medium, and large, which which, mind you, I consider myself to be a normal size. And what I mean by that is I'm not big and I'm also not small. I'm just in between. And I've always had somewhat big, like bigger thighs, which sucks if you're jean or short shopping because it's either the jeans fit your legs baggy and your thighs are too tight or vice versa. So it just makes the overall process stressful. And I don't want to sound negative or like I'm complaining, but I just think that the clothes that are made for people who are considered skinny in society should be resembled for girls who are considered plus size in society instead of giving them such a small selection of options. And also, where are the clothes for people who are just in between, like me? What if you're not considered this sh- like the body standards of being plus size or skinny? What if you're just in the middle and you're just the healthy weight? Like, I just hate that it's come down to this, especially when you're shopping. It just takes such a toll on you mentally and it can affect your self-esteem and the way you even view your body. I mean, I felt like uncomfortable in my skin when I was going through this and not being able to find shorts in my size or being told, oh, we don't carry that. It's kind of humiliating because I'm not super big and I'm not super small. I'm in between and it just sucks when they're like, unfortunately, you know, we don't carry that and it just creates a negative mindset for me and how I view my body, which you know, I shouldn't have to feel like that, especially when I know I've actively have been working out and trying to create a better eating lifestyle for myself, whether it's going to the gym or just making sure I'm eating smaller portions and just eating better. It just the overall process of me just trying to get shorts and jeans that are cute. It was impossible. I mean, I did end up finding something, but it wasn't the style that I originally wanted because they didn't have it in a bigger size. And I remember I was looking through shorts in the rack and another girl who has a similar body shape to me was saying she was having a hard time finding her size too. So, so I'm sure I'm not the only one that goes through this and I wish that more stores or clothing lines would really take this seriously and stop making it so limited, especially for girls who are bigger or are considered medium sized. I mean, it shouldn't even matter. It should just be inclusive. And I feel like a lot of stores 
don't practice inclusivity for girls of all shapes and sizes like they advertise on TV. So I just felt lied to, I felt discouraged, and it took me having to discipline my mind, like my mindset, and and basically telling myself, don't let this get to you, there's nothing wrong with you, and you'll, you can just go to a different store and shop. And I do like Forever 21 because they have some pretty trendy, cute clothes, but ultimately that is what I'm gonna have to do is just shop at a different store because I no longer feel welcomed at Forever 21. And I don't want to complain about them or bash them. That's not my overall goal because I know a lot of stores do this and it just sucks. And I don't want anyone else to feel humiliated or like that there's something wrong with their body just because a store doesn't carry their size or maybe they don't fit in the sizes that the store carries and just know it's okay and there's nothing wrong with you and you can just just be comfortable in your own skin and it's easier said than done. So yeah, that was just my experience at Forever 21. I do want to say that this next part, I want to give out a trigger warning because it wasn't always easy for me to accept my body or even be comfortable in my own skin. And I just want to say that the following could be triggering to some who've dealt with eating disorders or body dysmorphia, or maybe you're also in recovery from an eating disorder. So I like to advise you to skip this part of the show if you feel as though it could be triggering. All right, so where do I begin? I'd say it really all started in middle school for me. As I mentioned earlier, or I guess in earlier episodes, I was bullied and that took a hit on my self-esteem already and overall way I viewed my body. It was like any time, I don't know how to describe it, I would look in the mirror, I would naturally just start bullying myself on my body, my face, my hair wasn't straight enough or anything really. And I wish I knew then what I know now, which I'll get into later. But eventually this turned toxic for me. I would wear leggings under my jeans to look like my ass was bigger. And most people would laugh at that and say, what is wrong with you? But I genuinely thought something was wrong with my body and I was trying to do anything possible to fit in. I would also wear so much makeup, not for myself, but for other people because I didn't think I was pretty enough and it's weird because I grew up not wearing makeup and for some reason just because I was bullied or because I saw other girls I was always comparing myself to other girls a lot and I always wondered wait why are they pretty or like why can't I be as pretty as them and stuff like that and that's just thoughts that would go through my head so I just started wearing really heavy makeup and I was doing this to please other people, not even for myself. I would even miss class sometimes because I thought my eyebrows or something looked a little off. The whole thing really was detrimental to my mental health. And I mean, people see and hear stories of girls stuffing their bras or whatever, but we never look deeper into that notion of the insecurities and effects that I could have on that girl's self-esteem or what she's going through or why is she doing this and She's comparing herself to other girls, clearly, but it's just always seen like to be a joke in movies or in society. We just kind of laugh it off instead of getting to the root of the problem. And I know for me, I became really sad. And at the time, I didn't know I was actually depressed. And as I got older, that sadness got worse and my depression turned into me struggling with binge eating and body dysmorphia. And if you don't know what body dysmorphia is, it's basically a mental health disorder in which you can't stop thinking about one or more perceived defects or flaws in your appearance. It's a flaw that appears minor or can't be seen by others. 
So basically what it's like for me is I can look in the mirror and it can be the smallest thing, let's say like a scar or something on my face that's small. That's probably not noticeable to other people. I tend to obsess over it and pick at my face or I, I can't stop looking in the mirror. I'll try and just rationalize why I'm looking in the mirror so much and just pick at myself and it's not good. It's just not a good feeling at all. And this is something that I struggled with every now and then. And it's something that I've just had to basically live with because I was going through this in school when I was younger and I still kind of deal with it now. It's not as bad, but it definitely does affect me from time to time. If I have a strand of hair that's sticking up, I will look in the mirror and like pick at it and try messing with it. Or I'll look in the mirror and then five seconds later, I'm looking at the mirror again and it just uh, it affects you and it sometimes makes me late to events or even hanging out with my friends because I feel so insecure about that one minor issue and I wish this was something that was taught in school or in general more people would teach girls or even guys on this topic just because it does take a toll on you mentally and it can cause harm and when I was younger I thought everyone th- was thinking this way or that I was normal not to eat as much during the day and then stuff my face at night. And being older, I think to myself, would I have been a lot happier in high school or middle school if someone encouraged me or even taught me to be comfortable in my own skin? And I don't want to have a pity party and make it seem like it was awful. I mean, I did have fun in school and I did have my group of friends, but there was definitely times where I was struggling and you can't tell. It's weird because they say that the most outgoing people and the funniest people are the ones that struggle the most and I believe that because that was me. I was basically like the class clown or the outgoing person or the friend everyone went to for advice but I was struggling internally myself and it just sucks because I felt like it took a lot of my energy out and so I was always just drained or having headaches because it was just irrational to be thinking that way. And even now, like I was saying, it is rough for me sometimes because I'm having to retrain my brain to view myself differently and to be more positive. And there's times where my boyfriend and I will go to dinner and I, I'll want dessert. I'll know in my mind that I want it. But if I ask him, hey, do you want dessert? And if he says no, then I'll automatically start shaming myself for wanting dessert. If that makes sense, it's, it's kind of like, oh, why do you want dessert? What's wrong with you? You're over, like you're overeating, you're being unhealthy. But in reality, it's like, no, if you want dessert, get dessert. Any rational person would think that way. But when it comes to me, I really struggle with that aspect of body dysmorphia and negative self-talk when it comes to eating. And that just leads me to spiral down binge eating, which is not healthy or good for me mentally or physically. But what helped me get past this was being honest with him and just telling him what I was going through and even telling my therapist what she's helping me now through it. And so now I'm at a point where if I'm still hungry or want dessert, I'll get the damn dessert without criticizing myself. And with binge eating, I'd like to address that yes, binge eating is an actual eating disorder that people suffer with. And with eating disorders in general, we gotta cut the stereotypes out because I look small doesn't mean that I don't struggle with binge eating. And just because someone is thick doesn't 
doesn't mean they can't have anorexia, which I think should be taught because the stereotypes be like bullshit needs to stop. And something I've noticed with binge eating with myself is is something I go through when I'm super anxious or stressed basically. So I won't eat during a day or if I do it's small and then I at night I'm overeating and it's on junk food which makes it harder to lose weight and can worsen the way you view yourself. It's gotten better and there are times where it's really hard for me to not make excuses for my unhealthy habits or even discipline my mind to do better for myself. And I don't know, when I was home, it was pretty bad. I would eat a small breakfast but I wouldn't eat lunch or I would work out and then I would get in my car and like in the middle of the night or for dinner and I would go to Taco Bell and just order a bunch of stuff from the menu and just binge eat on that or I would go to places like Burger King and just order a lot of junk that isn't good for me and it was just kind of like a comfort for me. Food, like that relationship I have with food is not a healthy one because food should be something you enjoy and it it usually does make people feel good but for me it was sort of like an escape for my problems and a comfort and when you look at something as a comforting it doesn't matter what you're eating or what you're doing for that comfort even if it's bad for you and that's just sort of the relationship I was having with food and even with that like that doesn't help the way I view my self-image or boost my confidence confidence because even when I am eating food or binge eating, I'm still shaming myself and I feel guilty for the food that I'm eating because I know I shouldn't be doing it, but I'm doing it anyways because it makes me feel better in a moment. And I just wish that's when I was younger. I really do think that it would have helped me and someone talked to me about binge eating or about the different eating disorders. I feel like in school they do talk about it a little bit, but they don't talk about the way that everyone can struggle with this. You don't have to fit a certain stereotype and it can come into your life during adulthood or any period of your life and there is ways you can get help or get better and it was weird because when I I was already in therapy actually and I was telling her that lately I was struggling with food and the way I viewed myself just because I did gain COVID weight and I'm sorry but when I'm used to being petite or a certain size when I'm not that size anymore I freak out because I'm like what happened to me I'm not pretty anymore I don't feel confident like there was a point where I didn't even want to take photos because I felt like I wasn't pretty or skinny enough to be in a photo and so it was a problem so I went to my therapist about it and she explained to me that this was actually body dysmorphia and I can see that because no matter what point in my life whether I was smaller or bigger I never felt fully confident or comfortable in my own skin. There was always a point in my life that I can look at where I always thought that I should fix something or I should look like someone else or that something needed to be changed about my body so I could be prettier. And that's basically what body dysmorphia is. It's almost like you're not comfortable with just being you, like being yourself. And it sucks because it's true. I mean, I've seen memes where people are like, oh, the skin, when I thought I was like, big in high school that was like skin I was skinny then and I wish I was that type of skinny now and it's true 
we complain so much about, oh, I wish I looked like this again, or I don't even want to say complain. We want to look like the way we used to, but there's so much that changes as you get older. Like you start to retain water weight when you're on birth control. Going back to my birth control episode, there's bloating involved. There's weight fluctuation. There's your body is just developing into what point you're at in your life. So there's all these factors that play into your body type and why your body does change. And I don't think that's addressed enough in school or talked about enough in general. It's almost like we see beauty standards or these body positivity influencers talking about, oh, be body positive, but they're not even being realistic on social media. They don't even look the way that they post. They're editing their photos. So how can anyone feel comfortable in their own skin when they're only seeing these fake things on the internet or or even like hearing about it? So that was just a couple of things just running through my mind after my experience at the mall. And anyone would be like, well, if they didn't have your size, why do you feel the need to, you know, just complain about it or talk about it? And it just made me realize that so much of this is they just separate girls into categories and label us, but it really shouldn't be that way. You should be able to wear what you want to wear and there should be uh, like options for everyone. And girls should all feel included when it comes to clothing brands or anything really, especially when there's cute clothes involved. And my experience just had me thinking and I just want to spread the message that I go through this too and I can post all these positive things of my life or me working out, but I still go through insecurities. I still have my struggles too. And there's experiences that I've had that do make me question my body image and make me feel that way. And I just want you to know that you're not alone and it does get better. And I just wanted to share my experience with you to show you that I am someone who had my struggles, but I am living proof that it does get better or eventually you'll be able to cope with it and it just feels good to share. I do want to share that it will get better but it also took me years to be able to recognize my problem and really learn how to accept myself. In reality it does start with you and your mindset which is why I encourage getting help and coming up with a plan for yourself to be happy in your own skin because for me working out and fueling my body with healthy foods makes me feel more positive and happier in my body because I know I'm working on healthy body goals for myself. I think instead of telling yourself, oh, I want to be skinny, you should tell yourself, I want to be healthy because you can be any size you want. But if you're unhealthy, what good will that do for you in the long run? You know what I mean? You shouldn't, just because someone's skinny doesn't mean they're healthy. And just because someone is big doesn't mean they're unhealthy. So personally, I'd rather be healthy and happy than trying to meet the acceptable body standards that social media and society advertises us to be. And that goes for guys too. I'm sure they're under a lot of pressure when it comes to having to look a certain way and being a certain size, like when it comes to muscles and working out in the gym. Like I'm sure they go through a lot of shit too. So it's just being mindful of what you're taking in from social media or what you're hearing and just learning to get comfortable with your own skin. And that goes back to spending time with yourself by yourself or doing things that make you happy and also working on yourself because you don't know that person's diet that you see on social media or even their genetics.
which is definitely something that plays a role in your body type as well. And it's important to love the skin that you're in. And again, there's nothing wrong with even getting work done. If you felt like you wanted a boob job all your life, get the boob job. But if you're getting a boob job just because you think it'll impress guys or make you find a guy or something, I don't know, then are you really doing that for yourself or are you doing it for other people? Because in the long run, when you're spending time doing things for other people, I learned you just become really sad and it just takes more of an emotional toll on you and you'll just end up being unhappy because you're doing it for other people. And it's kind of, I want to play devil's advocate for a sec because, you know, getting compliments and getting told that you look good from other people does make anyone feel better and make them feel good, which is fine. I like when people compliment me too. It makes me feel good. But you shouldn't be living your life for other people. And that's something that was really hard on me to learn that you shouldn't be living your life to be getting complimented by other people or accepted by other people. And that goes for the way you view yourself and your body image. So I think that's fine if you like compliments, but don't live your life trying to just get accepted by everyone because not everyone is going to like you and you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. And so the only person's opinion that should matter is your own because you are living, I mean, no one knows you better than you. And If you feel as though you're unhealthy and your body is telling you, hey, I'm not doing well, then change something. Maybe go to the gym, go for a walk, add healthy foods in, but don't start doing unhealthy dieting or even lose trying to lose weight in an unhealthy way and I know it's hard because you want to see progress I know for me I want to give up anytime I don't see progress I'll work out literally for a day I'm like where are my abs so I get it and I also understand that some people do have eating disorders and having to go through that myself, it's not something that you can just snap out of. It's not like someone can tell you, oh, well, what's wrong? Just eat food and suddenly you're cured. It isn't like that. It really does affect your mental health and it takes time to work on. And that's why I highly recommend getting help. Or if you know someone who needs Or if you have a friend or know someone who's struggling, just tell them, hey, you're going to be okay and tell them to seek out help and just be understanding and just listen to them and really understand that it's not easy when you're going through an eating disorder. It's not something you can just snap out of. If anything, telling someone to snap out of it just makes the situation worse. And something that also can help with body image or the way you view yourself in general are affirmations which is why I like doing it as part of the show because it helps to compliment yourself and helps to point out even the positives of yourself and you really start to change your mindset when you talk positively about yourself and I saw this video online with an interview of Demi Lovato and I thought that it was important. It basically was an interview of her saying that instead of her saying, you're hot, you're beautiful, looking in the mirror, she says, 
you're healthy, you're doing amazing because that's stuff you're going to tend to believe and you are going, you know that you're healthy, you know that you're working on yourself compared to having to tell yourself, oh, you're hot, you're this. Yeah, you can say those things, but do you truly believe it? Probably not. It's almost like you're convincing yourself. So the best thing to do is you're healthy, you're getting there, you're happy. Point out things that you actually know about yourself. And I thought that was just the overall message was important important and it really does work that way and in the end all that should matter again is your opinion and your overall happiness it starts with your mind which is a hard pill to swallow but it really does start with yourself and only you can help yourself so maybe seeking out help with a therapist or maybe talking to a friend can help you get through it but I promise you you will I mean look at me for example again so I didn't get better overnight but I eventually did so just know that you've got this okay and sorry this episode was a little too much but I just thought it was something that needed to be addressed and talked about because it's not talked about enough honestly so on that note guys we've reached the end of today's episode hopefully you enjoyed it and maybe it helps and again remember to follow me on Instagram at Raquel Alfaro that's R-A-Q-U-E-L-L-A-L-F-S and Frank A-R-O, the podcast page at Dear Adulting Podcast. And make sure to tune in every Sunday on Spotify or Apple and subscribe and leave a rating. All right, my adults in training, hope you enjoyed and happy fucking adulting. Bye.